0: Welcome to another exciting edition of Near Mint Comic Radio, your local comic shop shrunk down, gamma radiated, and aired live every week, only on the Non-Productive Network, the only place that would have us. I'm your host, Frank, joined in studio as always by Ken and P. Hi, Ken and Pete. Hey, guys. Hello, Frank. On Near Mint, we rank and review comics from best to worst. That's mint, near mint, good, fair, and poor to you newbies, and try to guide you on what to read and what might be better to avoid. So, on this special episode, we are following up last episode's cover of The Death of Daredevil with this, The Man Without Fear, a relatively newish line for the brand new uh, creative leads on Daredevil for Marvel. Um, I think it's Jeff McKay, correct? As, I yes, believe you're right. Jed, yes, McKay. Yes, yes. Jed, Jed McKay. McKay. Jed McKay. What a better name. Or MacKay. Jed MacKay. MacKay. Jed. Yeah. K, no. yeah. We're just freaking freeing up. So yes, it is a five-issue uh, opening story arc
1: for the new run of Daredevil. I believe uh, it does qualify as a limited series. Yes. Man, Man Without Fear is its own self-contained thing.
0: Right. And for those of you who don't know or haven't watched or listened to our last episode, hey, check it out. It's up there yeah. on the internets. Uh, this is a follow-up to the presumed death of, of
1: Matt Murdock's Daredevil. Well, I mean, it's it's a follow up to the death of Daredevil, which mm-hmm. was the previous storyline.
0: That's right, it is. Um, but the question, mark, and I believe
1: Daredevil does die. Yeah, die, as, die, as die, does die. Matt, as does Matt Murdock. Yes. Uh,
0: so uh, I, I guess we should just. Dis- Very briefly, uh, for those of you who are Daredevil fans and have been looking for a book to get back into Daredevil, you're not going to do better than this. Uh, By default, this is what is the entry. This This is Daredevil 2019, as it were. So this is going to be Marvel's Daredevil for the presumable, uh, presumable future? That's not a, that's not the right foreseeable. word. Foreseeable. That's the one. Uh, but um, I actually think it it's interesting, and I think you'd probably enjoy picking this up and reading it. That ends the spoiler-free portion of this podcast. Yes. For the rest of this, we're going to go full spoilers. We expect you to have read ordinance Not to Care, uh, and yeah, we'll, we'll get going. So maybe we should set up a little bit, just the very basics of where Matt is at the start of this story. Hospital bed. Yeah. <laughs> Yes,
2: Matt's alive somehow. He's
0: alive somehow. Uh, of course, the end of the death of Daredevil. Matt gets hit by, or actually, in the beginning of Death of Daredevil, mm-hmm. Matt gets hit by get hit by a truck again. Uh, this time, with with I don't know better
2: consequences, weirder consequences. Mm-hmm. Uh, we instead we, of saving an old man, he saved a kid.
0: Yes, from indeed, hit by a It's very like, cyclical. It's a a Aroberos? Aroberos. Yeah, it's, I think so. Uh, yeah, it's one it's, of them
1: snakes what's eaten itself. Yeah, lots of mispronunciations in this
2: podcast. <laughs> Maybe but for you guys.
0: Every time, by the way, every time I mispronounce something, take a drink. Um... Oh wow! That's, that's gonna probably, be a fun that's gonna be game. awful. Yeah. That's terrible. If Challenge knows, accepted. A drink. No, not people doing <laughs> wait, the show with me.
1: Wait, wait! A drink, a drink of a non-alcoholic beverage. That's right, milk for a uh, drink. For.
0: A big hefty glass of milk. For legal
1: purposes, milk. we are encouraging you to take a drink of a uh, a non-alcoholic beverage. And since m- uh, the majority
0: of adult Americans are lactose intolerant, I am encouraging you to drink milk and then just get sick. Just throw up. Just make oh. it. Do it. This is a viral oh. challenge. Oh. For legal purposes, doing this,
1: Frank is not actually encouraging you to do that. No, no, I'm not.
0: All right. So anyways, yes. Uh, <laughs> Matt Murdoch gets hit by a truck. Uh, this time, it's personal, <laughs> and uh, we are told he's, he is, um, actually, in, the, in that story arc, uh, he faces his mortality and, for a moment, dies. He yes. does die on the operating table, but he has the urge to live. He wants to keep going, and we get that last beat that seems like his heart is back kicking back on, and that's the end of that storyline, yeah. that's the end of that creative run. This one, we see Matt in the hospital, still almost,
1: in a way, clinging to life. Mm-hmm. He's he's definitely in rough shape. Yes, uh, I believe when we uh, when we first see him, he is not conscious. I yeah. believe he's
2: comatose. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I, I think the so the first issue kind of falls on the arc of it being mostly in the landscape of the mind, in which. Uh, Uh, With uh, Foggy being the narrator sort of at his bedside, we see Matt dealing with two aspects of his personality that are, I think, core to Daredevil. Mm -hmm. Uh, His relationship with fear, uh, of course, Daredevil being the man without fear. uh, And his uh, relationship with pain, which has been pretty much a staple in Daredevil ever since they started telling dark stories with Daredevil. With, you know, this, this son of a boxer who is a glutton for punishment. Why? Oh no! Wait, wrong guy. Oh well, that's all right. I get it. <laughs> Glutton for Punisher, Dolph Lundgren. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I, it just occurred to me today that four different actors have played the Punisher.
1: This is true. Yeah, live action
0: actors have played the Punisher. There's Dolph Lundgren, right? Um, the other guy.
2: Yeah. who was in that movie I liked it. Uh,
0: I blah, blah. Thomas Jane Thomas, Thomas Jane. Jane so good that the mics got whopped yeah. Thomas Jane uh the person who I've not seen his movie the uh, the replacement for Thomas yeah. Jane Jane oh, Thomas uh. <laughs> probably. I don't know. Ray, Ray, Thomas Ray, Jane Ray, 2 Electric Ray Buggler. Stevenson.
2: Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Good. Oh, wow. and if we, Punisher if Warzone. Yeah, yeah Punisher yes, was, that was it. I haven't seen that yet. I think that that was probably my favorite Punisher movie. Oh, and that's I, good. Personally, I think it was the most comic accurate.
0: I. Oh, okay. I'll give you that. I like the Thomas Jane Punisher and his, like, web ver- uh, episode. Mm-hmm. I really did enjoy that, but I won't say that it's super comic it was, accurate.
2: It was good if they actually followed Garth Ennis' story completely mm-hmm. instead of kind of, like, doctoring it up for, for you know, yeah. make it PG-13.
0: Right, and um, then, He's of course, okay. there's the Netflix uh, Punisher who is uh, Shane from The Walking Dead. I really wish I was better with names. <laughs> Ken, you're usually the one who saves us on this, uh, and... Uh, top of my head, I can't remember his uh, name right now. Alright, if you can, yeah. I'm send us a, st- a self-addressed stamped envelope to the studio.
2: Oh, wait, uh, Ros- Rosenthal? Jay oh, Rosenthal?
1: Uh, whatever. No,
0: Rosenthal and Gildenstein
1: are dead. Yes. That's who it is. Uh, you know what, as long as we're on this tangent down yeah. here, uh, I, given that I'm going to assume that 1991 Frank has just had his mind blown that four different actors have played the Punisher. Yeah, absolutely.
0: John Dorthan. That's
1: it. That's it. Like, that's more than have played Batman. I can't be Na- right. Well, 1991 right. Frank thinks that. Oh, yeah. All right. right. We're. Uh, <laughs> but here's another thing to blow 1991 Frank's mind. Uh, they're making movies out of both the DC and the Marvel Captain Marvel oh yeah, yeah. that's it I and they're coming out within a month of each other intentional
0: intentional we should put up a guide so uh, yes anyways that was a one hell of a tangent that's gonna be a yeah. patreon exclusive for no one, no <laughs> one's going to be interested in this content. Uh, I don't even remember where we were beforehand. So, uh, you know, glutton for
1: punishment, not that guy. Dolph Lundgren, back to third base. We had uh, we we had the two aspects of uh, Matt Murdock's, or the mm. th- two two constant companions of Matt. That's Murdock, right. Fear and pain. That's right. So
0: I, I think it does. I think the book does an interesting job of 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 playing this uh, these two concepts out. I wouldn't have normally. Uh, so Foggy calls it the survival instinct. I think in the in the book, it's fear mm-hmm. and pain kind of are important because they what keep they're they're basically what keeps us alive. You know, you want to avoid pain, and fear makes you cautious. Yeah. And I think that's an interesting concept. It's certainly true, and it's an interesting concept to play with Daredevil because Daredevil obviously courts both of those to different degrees. What did you two think of that? What did you think of this first issue, this first attempt to really set? the stage for what these daredevil stories are going to be about.
1: I think it was a, it was a very interesting thing to examine, um, to see what, what it is that drives daredevil, what keeps him going and to really appreciate and make you think for a minute about how not super he is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we we tend to k- take the superheroes for granted. They've all got super strength and super people write in super resiliency, <laughs> just I, almost as a lazy writing thing. Yeah, I think. yeah.
0: oh, definitely. Like, like uh, they they have better than average reflexes, super resilience, slightly stronger than you would expect. But that's not even really like, part of their
1: powers. Yeah, they can, yeah, you, they can get shot with a bullet, but they'll you know they'll take it, it and off. they'll keep going and maybe later on, they're like, oh, ow, that's kind of sore. Gotta put ice on that bullet wound, yeah. <clears throat> but this is, they, they make a point, and it, it becomes more clear later on in the series, I'm, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, mm-hmm, but they do fine. make a, a point that the state that Matt is in right now is much more than just getting hit by that truck. It's due to the fact that he's had years and years of broken bones, bruised muscles, all these injuries piling up, and him never getting the proper medical attention. You know, he, he's been through so much physically right. that most people would not be able to keep moving at that point.
0: I don't think we even need to do an issue by issue breakdown of this. It comes up often where, as you say that they've reestablished that he is, it's not normal or healthy what he puts his body through. So, I mean, part of what this five issue arc is, is attempting to do is reintroduce a character that we're all probably somewhat familiar with, but also like set the stakes. This is daredevil gets beat up. That's one of his things. That's one of mm. his core things. Daredevil has a relationship with fear that's not normal for most people. He doesn't, he doesn't experience fear is the classic way of saying it, but in this, in this story we're kind of recontextualize it as if yeah. he won't let it control him. Uh, and I think it's a,
2: a valid,
0: like a great yeah. way to start a story.
2: I actually disagree. Alright. Um, I liked the previous miniseries very much. And at least in the first issue or two, um, I, it wasn't a direction where I was hoping that they were going to go with it. And I'm a big horror fan. I mean, you guys know that. Mm-hmm. And, but for some reason for me, I felt like a disconnect. I didn't feel like I was actually into how the writer was trying to personify the idea of Daredevil's pain and fear as actual demons that he's you know, creating in his, in his mind. Mm. And for me, like I normally I go for that kind of stuff, but for this story, it didn't sit that well with me, and I I, I can't put my finger on why, but it just I had a disconnect with it.
0: Yeah, I, fair enough. I mean, uh, can you give me a little bit more? Like, what was it about these? Because they don't they make a major appearance in the first issue, and then. Uh, I guess this the the embodiment of his, imagine, his Matt Murdoch's imaginative embodiment of fear shows yeah. up again.
1: They're they're, they're a, 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 I don't want to say constant, but a re- recurring presence. Yeah, in Matt's mind during the journey that he takes in these five issues, but they're not always there. It's not like the the the.
2: Demon is yeah no I like and and I'm only saying within the first two issues like I just I just didn't care for the fact that they personified his demons as demons Mm -hmm. I just it was like a big disconnect for
1: the art choice yeah okay I get it Uh, I I, I, to me I can understand uh, that I I think maybe it's I don't know if the problem is that you're conceptualizing this in horror. That could be. It. That's terms. interesting. It's yeah. possible because it's not really about horror. it's no, it, it, more it's, about it, it's, it's psychology.
2: The, it's a psychological fight in, inside of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, but when you got characters like the Hulk, where writers do a, such a better job ah, yeah. of the battle within, yeah. this just kind of comes off feeling two dimensional for
0: I, me. Yeah, I'll, I'll give I'll give Ken that. In that when when Hulk does it, there's a there's a reasoning behind that.
2: There's that, usually bigger stakes. In a way, too, but I mean, don't get me wrong. Like he's he's possibly dying and comatose. I mean, he's in. There, there are stakes, but it just doesn't feel that big for me.
1: Yeah, and I can um, I can understand that. I could I could argue that maybe they're the reason they're not more three dimensional. The the reason they're flat is because this is the first time that Matt is really wrestling with either of them. Sure, sure, yeah you well, know he's he's always completely dominated the fear he's yeah. I, I, denied I, I, I,
0: the fear also there's no mechanism like in the hulk there's a mechanism for banner crossing a mirror and then seeing the hulk look back there is a reason that is symbolically significant there really isn't one for Daredevil. There's no real reason why he should look in a mirror and see a skeletonized evil version or fearful version of himself. Mm-hmm. So I could see why there would be some sort of a disconnect. Uh, for me, it did land, uh, especially in light of the last major Daredevil thing I have read in decades, I think. Well, maybe not decades, but at least many years, which was the the close of the last chapter, which was the death of Daredevil, which had a lot of... Um, Again, in the mindscape of Matt Murdock, him dealing with all these realities, I kind of wanted them to carry that hallucination a little bit further into this story. So I think they did a good job of that for me. Um, But the very basics of this story, the breaking down Daredevil and saying, hey, face who you are. This is these are the, the bits about it. If I were to summarize these five issues to anyone, if it was summarized to me, I'd be like, this is terrible. Man, this is just boring. It's just, okay, he wants to quit being Daredevil. He has a run in with all his favorite people, and then they tell him what he's really about, and then he rediscovers something. I understand
1: what you were getting at there. At first, I thought that is literally the way you would describe that to someone. Oh, it's terrible! <laughs> oh, that's what did that, like, those are the five said, issues. Like if I said to you, Frank, explain the five issues to me, you oh, would say, it's "Oh, it's terrible. terrible." He gets hit
0: by a truck. But it's we, awful. What you're
1: saying is that if if you were to <laughs> uh, summarize those five issues, yeah, that person that you're summarizing it to would hear it as being it very as being trite boring. and yeah. or and contrite. Like just like,
0: okay, we get it. It's it's sort it doesn't of a,
1: summarize well.
0: Yeah, it it's a paint by numbers. I'm just, you know, going through the motions of hear the highlight reel for this character, bring up Elektra in reference, mm-hmm. bring up some of his villains, mm-hmm. have his biggest villain show up at some
1: point. It doesn't re- that summaries do not no. do well. This this story is everything that is good about it is in the details. The the big picture of the story is not much.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I think it's necessary. Yeah. Oh, know and I think that's fine. I don't think you start off a new run on this character, especially following up his alleged death, by just being like, All right, here's the next big arc. Will the ninjas successfully run for Congress? <laughs> it's like all right, Spoiler no. alert. Yes. Already happened. No. So, yeah, I do think like, uh, you can't summarize this book and do it justice, but uh, reading it, I, I enjoyed the pacing. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the, ar- ar- the artistry of it, the whole the way you use the medium and the storytelling. I have maybe one or two issues I might want to pull out, but for the most part, I think this is how you do a reintroduction of a character, especially in light of what happens to him at the end of the last uh, arc um I agree. and you can pick it up on its own. you don't really need to know much of what was happening to him in the end other than he got hit by a truck again <laughs> this wasn't like <clears throat> Matt Murdock waking up a- after a being hit as a kid no that would have been interesting people were like is this wow was this whole life in a in a
1: like a Patrick Duffy moment <laughs> can I say I I really appreciated I think it's on like the second page of the first issue uh with, uh, with Foggy sitting at, at Matt's bedside mm-hmm. going on and talking about all of his, wow, you know, your whole rogues gallery, you know, stilt man, mm-hmm. the owl, kingpin, and who takes you down? Of course, your first nemesis A truck Yes,
0: I like that Foggy has some great moments in this uh, He Calling out uh, a list of the villains I believe it was Foggy who did this It may have been yeah, on somebody else yeah. When they listed, um, uh, I wish I had the list in front of me But amongst them it was uh, Bullseye And Kingpin And Stiltman And Anti-Stiltman yeah. And Anti-Stiltwoman It was like, what? I don't, there was never an Anti-Stiltwoman Well, maybe it was
1: somebody else. <laughs> Uh, things got real weird in the middle of the 2000s. Oh
0: wow, fun! But yeah, there are a lot of good takeouts, and then there's there's moments of, uh, I, I, you know, I think a Daredevil fan will have things that they they want to focus in mo- on, on more than others. There's a there's a moment where you've got uh, effectively the entire Defenders there, showing mm-hmm. up to help uh, Matt with rehab. Each gets their own little story in there as well. Yep. Um, Those are cute. Does anyone? Yeah. Anything that you guys want to pull out and then talk about?
1: Um, I'm curious to find out what everybody thought about the changing perspectives in, in from issue to issue, because each issue is told from definitely a different perspective. I, I believe a different character's perspective right. in every issue. Right. I mean. Uh, the first issue as we mentioned is mostly narrated by foggy right um the uh the second issue is narrated by a yellow box true
0: yes that
1: we go uh, that i keep getting misled of what, uh, who that represents yeah. yeah that was very strange to me mm-hmm. uh that that's, i mean and with uh the third or fourth issue i forget i fourth i believe is the split narration between Kingpin. Now, uh, the third
2: issue, is the, is, the third defend, issue. Uh, is the defenders. Okay, that's the third and issue. Then the then fourth, fourth issue is Kingpin. is Kingpin,
1: Matt, and they're split. Uh. Uh-huh. um, but yeah, particularly the second issue with the, I guess it, it did. The first time I read it, it didn't even hit me that the whole thing had been narrated. Oh, really? By, else. by yeah. I, well, we're we're doing spoilers. Yeah, it's absolutely. You so we, we don't find out until the very end that it's Karen Page that's been narrating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I guess the ghost of Karen Page. I, it's I
0: feel the mechanism
1: of having different perspectives
0: is fun and it's nice. Mm-hmm. You get to see the character from more than just his oh, woe is me perspective. Um Certainly, the kingpins was really, really cool. I really, really enjoyed how that played out. I
2: think that was for me. I think the most impactful issue of, of the book. Yeah, that fourth and, issue. And was it, really it was like that was the the catalyst to you know make him want get to
0: get the up. tights back yeah. on, yeah. right? Yeah, but for the second issue, that's one of those stories that that put that was something I was going to call out and having issue with. I like the mechanism of the of the narration to answer your question, Pete. Yeah. But so I'm I'm reading this and I'm thinking at one point I'm like, is this is this fear speaking cuz i love him
1: not in the way he wanted to be loved yeah. then i was like this doesn't seem and like it's foggy you, you were and almost it, led to think that with the yellow box exactly. which mirrored mm-hmm. the yellow cuz the the fear we didn't talk about it yet yeah. but the the fear demon if we're going to call it that right is represented by a a skeletal body right. inside the old yellow and red right uh, daredevil costume so i wasn't quite sure
0: and then as you're reading it i became more and more convinced who this was and, and the reveal of it being karen felt a little hollow
1: yeah for this yeah. one
0: it felt a little bit i'm not gonna go straight in the refrigerator for this one oh, but there no. was a little bit of like oh uh, this character after death is just narrating the oh woe is me for Matt, it like exists solely to speak on Matt. I, whereas I think the end of the uh, previous storyline that also touches upon Matt's relationship with Karen does so in a really powerful, impactful yeah. way. This felt a little cheap. Mm-hmm. It felt a little bit below the belt, like a little bit like, ah. I don't know. I don't know wh- why this spirit is speaking at all. Yeah. Uh, and certainly why like she is capacity? so preoccupied with one human being as opposed, like, she has a story to tell, doesn't she? No, no, she doesn't, I guess.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was one of the weakest parts of this entire thing for me. Yeah, and I tend to agree with that. And uh, in a similar vein, the, uh, the shifting artwork...
2: Oh yeah, we had a lot of we had a lot of different what, artists. Was this actually a weekly thing, though? This was weekly. That, I mean, because I, I understand that, but mm-hmm. yeah, but the style did, you know, it changed. I didn't think it was that much of a deterrent, but it was noticeable. Oh, I, certainly, yeah. I noticeable.
1: had a big problem with it, especially in the middle of issue two when the character designs shift to <laughs> just uh, the artist drawing the characters from the Netflix series. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> It's it's something I have a, an issue with, especially in these introductory, uh, these reintroductions of chara- characters. Yeah, I can see that. I think it's very important to get a a unified visual design. Gotta stay on so brand, you can, so you can tell which brown-haired white male <laughs> is which.
0: I'll say, uh, I'm I'm a little bit more forgiving than you on that, Pete, because I. I um, First of all, I like seeing the different artists and different styles. All mm-hmm. the art has was strong throughout, even though, yeah, I could see your your argument is more that consistency so was can, more necessary. Can we at
1: least have Matt have the same hairstyle in yeah. within the same or issue? Or foggy?
0: I almost gave uh, Pete the the spoiler of a lifetime by telling him that. That Foggy's hair gets cut in the uh, in the Netflix series. No, oh, no, it's so you didn't mad. give
1: our now you spoiled <laughs> it for our listeners. Yeah, we told them there would be
0: spoilers for the oh, book, I, but not the series. I, I guess if you listen to that the wrong way, you think that there's actually an episode involving Foggy getting a haircut, haircut. <laughs> which would be amazing. He goes to Luke Cage. Is his barber shop? It gets all oh gets a fade. Wait, Luke Cage
1: gets a barbershop? All right, we're done. Last I heard, he was a bartender. Right. So,
0: so uh, yes, I yeah, I I, do, I like seeing the different art, art styles. But I get it. I re, I did enjoy seeing the defenders show up, uh, kind really? of a la their Netflix part, counterparts, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and how they interact with each other. Especially, I really do like seeing uh, Danny. Rand and Matt Murdock play yeah. off each other. Yeah, that, that still
2: no, has a good. That had some good
0: dialogue moments. Yeah. There's just a lot of good moments in that. Uh, overall, I think, are there any pullouts that we definitely need to talk about, like the best parts or the worst parts that we
2: really want to uh, discuss? I'm going to say no, but that's going to have to be saved from my. My. uh my, my, my score. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: I, I, yeah, I guess I, I, there it, there isn't a lot. I, I'll say I had one moment I really loved, which was, I keep going back to issue two, uh-huh. but the very end of issue two uh, with Karen's narration about fear, mm-hmm. about what she would tell Matt about fear, about how uh, uh, I'd tell him fear is a liar, fear is a cheat, fear is a thief. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole thing, I think it's just it, it's a really interesting way of thinking about fear. And honestly, I, when, I, when I first read it, I, I went to my, uh, my little online Google notes and I, I typed out that quote as something that I wanted cool. to keep. Nice. Because I, I, I think that's one of those personal credo moments. That you can go to.
0: Yeah, I, I would love to get uh, Karen from the Netflix show to do a reading of that, in um, uh, and so we could put it over um, uh, scenes of of Dune at, to replace Fear is the Mind Killer and see if we could get a new <laughs> fear meme going. Mm. I think that that's a. I think that's a deep cut, and it went a long way for that. You did, and was it was it worth it? I, I still appreciate still it. Still. Thank you. That, my, my audience of one works. Uh, my favorite, I think my pull-out uh, moment is, um, this is going to be really, really uh, a little weird. I'm glad that Elektra didn't have more to do in this, because I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I, like, I'm Agreed. Enough. Agreed. We can t- tone it down with Elektra stuff. Uh, but the other side of it is my favorite moment, my legitimate, something that actually happened in the book, is that um, how they eventually like tied it in with... Uh, matt's dad i mean again paint by numbers gotta hit these things you know you need to bring in the boxing and the and his pop but i like the way they did it and it felt really organic and really that narration felt a lot more true than uh the one from issue two for me yeah so yeah so i guess we'll go for reviews ken you
2: you go first what do you think i'll be honest the first two issues i had a Hard time with. I thought it, they were kind of lackluster, and I think it kind of brought me down for the rest of the book. I appreciate a lot of the moments that you know we kind of brought up. You know, some dialogues with, uh, between him and Foggy, and some of the Defenders characters. Ultimately, you know, Kingpin getting him to wake up was, you know, the only thing that made sense. Mm-hmm. I kind of just felt the whole thing kind of lackluster after the whole prelude. Leading up to this miniseries, I thought the 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 Sewell book that we read before this was just a hundred times better, and I guess maybe I was just expecting something better. Oh, um, you know, where I think I when we reviewed the last miniseries, I said that it that miniseries wanted me to go back and read everything that came before it that that creative team worked on. This new direction, I don't know if I really want to pick up Daredevil now.
0: Oh, that's disappointing. Ooh. Ooh. Does not do what it set out to do for Ken. Okay, mm.
1: uh, go ahead and give your review, and then I'm going to take you to task. Right? Yeah. My, um, my, yeah. my score? Yeah. yeah. Your score?
2: Uh, I'm going to give it a fair.
0: Fair. Ooh. Oh, just mm.
1: off of poor, almost the lowest you could go. That's how it works. I I understand a lot of your points, Ken, uh, but I I absolutely disagree with that last assessment I, about uh, did this make me want to. Mm -hmm. Did the entire thing make me want to keep reading? No. But I really liked the way they ended it with uh, Foggy going to check on Matt and the the empty bed and the open window. Whatever faults that you had with the storytelling and not always knowing exactly what was going on and what was real, that... The fact that they left it kind of open ended there, because it doesn't make much sense that Matt would be able to just get up out of his bed and leave. Mm. It makes me want to say, "Wait, what did I just read?" So they, you, I, I, I think. I, I, if anything, they used the faults to make me curious. I, I guess maybe
2: I misinterpreted the ending because. Um, you know, the last thing is Is him saying I'll die before You know, I, I let them have my city And he's gone Which tends mm-hmm. to make me think that He's up and out And and gonna take back everything Which ultimately was what I expected How I expected this to end Well, yeah. I, I kind of agree with that But, but also... it was just the whole leading up to that moment That I was expecting It, it, it didn't make me feel like it was worth it by the end mm-hmm. No,
1: I, 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 I get you Sorry But he, he does say that But in the end I mean, he's been out of the hospital, hasn't he? I think he he's has. He's been doing physical therapy and things. But I believe that's in the hospital. It's he's in the he's hospital. He's refusing to well, go to a posh. Well, he was on. also going out to, uh, to Danny Rand's gym. Mm. Like he All was right, so places I, outside of the hospital. I assume
0: Danny was going to uh, him at the gym in the hospital, but maybe one way okay. or another. It's a, it's a small there is, point. There is a question about like but yeah. whether he is fit enough to leave. Yeah,
1: and that pulled you, you in. Swing out? Did, did he swing out in a hospital gown? <laughs> yes. What did he swing with? How did he open the window in a hospital? I think most I, of the time you can't open those windows. Yeah, at least not in a way that you can. All right, Get when you out put it them, that way,
0: I think Foggy Foggy is looking out the window because he sees. Uh, that's it. He's just shocked he opened up a window in the hospital. <laughs> actually, Matt's still in the bed, or he's in the bathroom, and
1: Foggy's like, "How did you do that? They're usually so so <laughs> inattentive about this." And I would, I would, I would pick up Daredevil one to find out if that's actually what happened. Wow. All right. What did you What do you want to rank this book? Uh, I will. Like I said, there were problems with it, hmm. um, and I'm going to give it a near mint, but it's a low near mint.
0: All right. Well, near mint still. Still no mint. Ri- okay. So I uh, I did not think... I didn't have as many problems. Uh, I really... It was a little off on that that, that Karen Page thing, but I, I, I understood what they were going for, and that was fine with me. Loved some issue, some parts of it here and there, and despite the fact that it was, again, very predictable, I think is what Ken was kind of getting Mm -hmm. at what what was expected happened you know, he's like, oh, because of villains I will go out and save the city again like, yeah, no, that's why you did it in the first place Mm -hmm. why did it take five issues for you to realize this? I think it was a necessary five issues, I think it was a good way of recapping his career and his motivations I think it's interesting, it gets me to want to read the next arc, but that next arc has to be good because if it's just more, this is I'm Daredevil, and this is my city, I know. I'm mm. well aware, Daredevil, that this is your city. Now, please do something interesting. Um, so I'm actually going to give it a near mint tw- without reservation. I think it was good. I, so. I will read the next arc, but I hope that next arc is really captivating. So cool. Uh, we're back on the Daredevil horse, more or less. Uh, will we read the next issue? I will try. My best is <laughs> to read the next issue, which has is already been out. It's, uh, do we know anything about the story arc that's going on right now?
1: Uh, I'm sure people do. I don't. Oh, I, haven't, I haven't read it yet. I wasn't asking the royal we. Was, <laughs> do, uh, do we know? Does the crown know anything about the daredevil? I, I was specifically avoiding reading it. Oh, yeah, because I sense. didn't want to taint uh mm, my reviews. nobody wants to taint anyways, near mint is uh
0: we all right, we did the last two weeks on Daredevil. If you have any suggestions that we should cover next, you can tell us on the social media. you can reach out in on Twitter at near mint show. God, if you're drinking milk every time, this is gonna be an awful podcast. you again. you went through a lot of milk man, so much milk uh and also if you just got to the end of the podcast and heard milk over and over again, you're like. What's the context. Listen, um, you can find us on uh, Facebook and on Twitter at Near Mint Show, uh, or you can send us an email at NearMint at non productive.com. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy this episode of Near Mint, please like and follow us and subscribe so you get the latest episode in the podcatcher of your choice and leave us a good review so people can find out about the show. Hey, we review comic books, you review us. That's how it works. Thank you all.